the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. What I mean right now, Patrick O'Hare, briefing.com. I start my morning every day by reading his material. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hello, Rob. I'm doing well. Thank you. Back from vacation, uh... Is Wall Street back from vacation, or is it still light volume and low volatility out there? Um, well, I'd say it is back from vacation, but it is still, uh, you're seeing some lower volume uh, more recently here. Um, you saw a pickup um, uh, in the wake of the, the Brexit vote, obviously, but uh, kind of as now we've set new highs and continue to challenge new highs, uh, we've seen, I think, buyers back off somewhat, but really I think the low volume reflects more of an absence of sellers than it does really an absence of buyers because the market just kind of keeps holding in there. Uh, seemingly, um, uh, it doesn't matter you know, what the news is. <laughs> it could be bad news, but uh, you don't see it uh, turn down uh, sharply at all, or if it does you know, go down, you see a quick bounce back. So got a lot of um, interested sideline participants, uh, if you will, who are uh, seemingly in, uh, anxious to buy these dips, um, perhaps out of the fear of missing out on further gains. So we are in convention season. The Republicans wrapped up their convention. The markets moved up a little bit. The Democrats have started their convention, and historically, we tend to underperform during the Democratic conventions. Do you put any faith in this, or uh, is it, you know, uh, voodoo? Yeah, I. You know, I quite honestly, I don't put a whole lot of faith in in th- those indications. Um, you know, the conventions are obviously just you know big pep rallies for the respective bases, and uh, and this year's conventions are obviously uh, kind of weird <laughs> the way they've been uh, unfolding the here. So uh, you don't necessarily have a whole lot of unity across either party base, uh, and so you're getting some some mixed messages. You know, out of those conventions, but uh, you know, the market right now, I think, as it looks at this presidential election, uh, uh, doesn't really know entirely what to think uh, and what the outcome will be. And so, uh, in spite of that, um, I think the market might be, you know, trading on other matters and, and trying its best to avoid what's going on in the political arena there, and trying to focus more, uh, or is focusing more anyway, on. Some of the same things it's been focusing on for so many years now, which is this idea that uh, no matter what happens, uh, if you get something bad, you're going to have some enduring policy support that kind of helps things from prevents things from getting worse. Uh, and if you have things that uh, develop in a positive way, um, you know, then that 
is translated into this view that you're going to see a nice, strong pickup in earnings and economic growth that validates the you know high valuation we see right now. So, it's you know, the market's just kind of in this this very um, happy-go-lucky uh, environment at the moment, uh, and um, and it's you know causing a lot of consternation. I think on the part of fundamental uh, analysts such as myself, uh, as well as a lot of consternation amongst. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, sideline participants who, you know, watch the market continue to trade higher uh, in spite of some of the warnings and the um, uh, acknowledgments from fundamental analysts that this market is sporting a stretch valuation and that perhaps... Uh, Audio just maybe, cut out on me. Um, can you hear me now? Hello? I'm here. Um, oh, sorry, Rob. Audio just cut out. No, no, so... Something went voodoo on us there, but that's okay. Yeah. So consternation. Consternation. Um, let's talk a little bit about earnings season. Is it is it giving you any relief? Yeah, you can say that there's some relief and that the results are coming in better than expected. Um, you know, but in the preview that I wrote uh, leading up to this reporting period, you know, I was careful to point out that you know better than expected does not necessarily mean uh, good. Um, you know, you have second quarter earnings that are still declining on a year-over-year basis. That'll be the fourth straight quarter that that's happened, uh, according to S&P Capital IQ. Um, but, you know, the market is is operating in the land of, you know, relative uh, expectations. And relative to what it was expecting, you know, going into the reporting period, it's finding, you know, something good in what it's hearing overall here. And, uh, and it continues to buy into the notion that the policy stimulus should help underpin an outlook that's going to invite stronger economic and earnings growth uh, in coming months. You know, it's, again, that's nothing new. We've been hearing that, and the market's been thinking that uh, for some time now, uh, and it's continued to play out favorably uh, for those who embrace that notion. Uh, but I'm not necessarily overwhelmed by what I'm hearing out of the second quarter earnings reporting period, but, but I, you know, I guess I could say that I get why the market is trading higher right now because of it. Looks like oil prices have started to dip again. Is it a buy a second opportunity to buy low, or is it more of a sign of, of global slowdown creeping in and taking control and doom is coming and winter is coming, so to speak? Yeah, it's a hard question to answer, Rob. I mean, the, you know, the, okay. the, the data does suggest that you're, you're stuck with some excess supply here, um, both on you know oil inventories as well as gasoline inventories. Um, you know, there might be less demand here for um, uh, for oil in the interim as these refiners, you know, try to pare down these gasoline inventories. And um, and so in the near term here, you're obviously starting to see uh, how higher prices have encouraged increased production, and you're seeing that each, each week these days uh, with the higher rig count. Uh, and so, you know, you've got oil pulling back here. Um, it might be sort of just stuck in this rut uh, for you know, several more weeks here uh, as we get through the summer driving season. But, um, you know, I think a lot will ultimately depend. Is it a buying opportunity? It might depend on, you know, what happens here with the dollar. Um, if the dollar starts, you know, picking up again, uh, that's going to be a weight on oil prices. And it's also going to continue to be a weight on um on earnings growth uh, that probably is not being fully appreciated right now or is simply just being dismissed. Um, uh, so we have to watch that carefully in coming weeks. Other topics to talk about. Anything that you're working on currently 
that you typically have a big column that comes out on Friday, the big picture. Um, I always love that column uh, because it's super long, super informative, lots of data. Um, I would say it's more data-driven than opinion-driven, usually, more often than not. Anything that you're working on? Uh, no. Well, first, let me just say I'm glad to hear you say that because <laughs> briefing.com is basically oriented around providing objective analysis that's based on the data. So, okay. uh, and I hope I'm glad to hear that that is coming out in the articles you're reading from me. Um, but to that end, uh, I mean, this is a really interesting week, an important week. You've got a lot going on here on the Central Bank uh, Forum. Fed, the Bank of Japan are both meeting. Uh, this market has ridden high on this idea of policy stimulus, you know, helping to keep things propped up. And so I'm going to have to be watching that carefully this week and maybe writing something around that. And, uh, you know, may suggest even that Janet Yellen should, you know, go the way of, of Kevin Durant, you know, and do the thing that's unpopular, <laughs> but ultimately uh, is a little bit selfish and uh, and go ahead and, and raise rates, not here in July, but maybe in the near term and, and defy some of those expectations that the Fed's just going to sort of stay, uh, stay stand pat here through the end of the year. You do know that you're calling into a show that's based in San Francisco, right? <laughs> I Just do so know, you know. Yes. yes. We, we're, I, we, we are very yeah. happy to have Kevin Durant come and win us a couple more championships. Hey, more, more power to you. <laughs> I'm just saying that he did the unpopular thing uh, in Oklahoma City, and, uh, and as his dad advised him himself, that it was time for him to do something a little selfish. <laughs> okay, okay, just because he had Jordan for all those years. <laughs> Don't get snotty. Um, changing topics ever so slightly. Um, as we move out of earnings season into the back half of the year, we've got the elections. And like you said, maybe the Fed surprises us and raises interest rates, but not likely in an election cycle. Um, what else should we be looking for? Terrorism doesn't seem to be denting the markets like it used to. So there doesn't seem to be surprises there. Uh, what are you looking for in the back half? Right. Well, you have to look, I think, for the trade-off, Rob, is like, is do these expectations that earnings estimate trends and economic growth uh, pick up in earnest? You know, does that come to fruition? Um, you know, time and again here over the years, we see how you get these these high hopes and they ultimately get dashed. You know, time and time again as we fall back into this rut of below, uh, you know, average growth. And you know, that could be a, a real inflection point here. Um, is that if you do in fact get you know the data to support. You know, uh, the U.S. economy in particular hitting escape velocity and earnings growth estimates living up to these expectations, um, you know, then the market could settle in and, and, and do reasonably well. Uh, but that's going to be the, the, the point that everyone needs to be focused on here um, to see if the market can essentially uh, continue to validate its stretched valuation here and, uh, and how it reacts in the face of, you know, rising interest rates that might occur if, in fact, you get stronger economic and earnings growth in the back half of the year. Thanks for joining us. Patrick O'Hare with Briefing.com. I read his page one column every morning. Um, it's one of the first things that I read after I scan the New York Times and uh, other headlines out there, but his is the first kind of like fact-finding mission that I do on Wall Street. And uh, I made mention that I really like Briefing in large part because it's, it's a lot of based, lots based on facts. Um, whether it's IPOs and analysis that they do, whether it's the story stocks that they're looking into, um, whether it's the big picture or whether it's the, the columns. Um, and there's technical information abound in the briefing.com's website, so check it out. It's briefing.com, and Patrick is a great guest and uh, well-spirited to uh, give Golden State some flack for signing someone who wanted to come here. 
um, and win some championships and probably up his endorsement money for quite a while. Uh, nothing like a winner. Winners sell lots of goods. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. You can find briefing at briefing.com. Don't forget there's a big seminar coming up Thursday, the 28th, in the Bay Area. Berlin game. It's income and retirement. You can sign up for it. It's five bucks. Sign up for it at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.